0: Welcome to another inspirational message from Liberty Church in Omaha, Nebraska. Turn to Hebrews chapter 11. Now, I am very conscious as a pastor and as a, uh, a teacher that I can teach you a topic and you can learn more about end times, you can learn more about faith, more about salvation. But as a pastor, I'm fixed in my prayer time to help equip you to leave here today and in the next week and ongoing that you win in the things of God, that you advance the kingdom of God. Not just have knowledge up here but you're actually doing it out there. Because Christianity is not a Sunday morning church service. All this is is a training time and an honoring time of His presence. Amen? So, he, verse 6 says this. But without faith, it's impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that is He is a rewarder, of those who diligently seek him. I'll ask you, can you convince in your prayer time, the Lord, that you're diligently seeking him? Because you walk by faith, it's impossible to please him without it, you believe in what you say, that's your faith. Believing and speaking, that's how you got in the kingdom. So as you believe and speak, could you convince Jesus that you're diligently seeking him? Now I diligently sought Deborah to marry me. And then she said, I do, but I didn't quit. I'm still chasing her today. And so an experience getting saved is wonderful, eternal, life-changing. But every day, seek Him. Now I tell the, the, the godparents that every time you, in your day when you think of Rosie, just pray for her, just speak the, uh, a verse over her, just pray over her as she comes to mind. Amen? Okay? Remember this death it says in Proverbs eighteen two death and life are in the power of the tongue. So when I first got born again, that scripture was used and I you know, I, I quit saying that scared me to death. I'm dying to go. Because it didn't kill me and I'm not dying to go. But not only did I change how I talk to get rid of the death stuff, the stuff that's unproductive, because Jesus said I'll give an account of any unproductive, idle word that comes out of my mouth. I had to learn to talk differently when I gave my life to Jesus. My vocabulary enhanced in one area and got deleted. I was playing basketball and I got hit where you don't want to get hit, taking a shot. And I stood there and I let some words out that uh, you don't want to ever hear Pastor Jim say. Now I'm uh, 20 years old at the time and I'm mad. And those words came flying. And I took a couple steps as everybody went down to the other end. I'm standing there having a conversation with the Lord and he spoke to my heart and said you cannot represent me and talk like that. So a high school and college time with foul mouth which is just noise out on a court but he you can't represent me and talk like that. I had to change it. Now the other one is life and death. What is life? Life and life more abundantly. Life and life more abundantly. Are you satisfied with life right now or should there be more? Okay, well you have to talk in the power of the tongue you have to talk the life that you're growing in God with. Yes. I'm more in love with Deborah now than I was when I met her. When, I, when she said I do. from the There's a song, I love you more today than yesterday but not half as much as tomorrow. I sing that to myself for her all the time. Day to day, speaking life into our marriage, into our love for one another. You good with that? Because it says in Philippians three fourteen. You can turn there if you like. Just to warn you, I have twenty four scriptures today. I'm on the third one, with Philippians chapter three and verse fourteen. I press toward the mark or the prize, of the high calling in Christ Jesus. I press. I press. Uh, <clears throat> isometrics is when you press, and to really get your muscles to really grow, you have to do it diligently and not let up. So I encourage you in your walk with the Holy Spirit this week press. Press toward the mark. Start your day. Finish your day. Press toward the mark. Okay? Remember Acts 10: 38 it says Jesus went around doing good and healing all oppressed of the enemy. So Jesus was doing good and healing, and the one who was bringing the sickness was the oppressor, not God. right? right. He went around doing good. I encourage you. you are ambassadors when you leave here. Yeah. Do good. Yeah. Every day do, I call it do a random act of kindness. Ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do today, sir? Who do you want me to bless? How do you want... Go around doing good. And then healing. Now, that doesn't say go to a church service and have a prayer line. Jesus didn't have a church service, per se. He had a multitude. A multitude. One time he had to have the guys sit down in groups to feed them, but they didn't have rows, they didn't have an organ, they didn't have any air conditioning heal them. You can heal people, and we're going to talk about that some today, just being you and being nice. We have, uh, we have a place we like to eat. We know probably five or six of the waiter waitresses by name. A couple of them have visited here. One waitress, she makes her money on her feet, has a torn up uh, oh uh, the pad in your knee. She's going to have it operated on. Her name is Gabriella. Gabby. And so she was, I'm sitting in this, and we're at the table. She walks by, and she uh, says something. She she loves us dearly, and I just patted her on the leg, right on the knee. I didn't say, yea, though verily the Lord would say unto you. I'm a believer. I lay hands on the sick. They get well. I can pray later, taught my kids to do this. So I laid my hands on her. She got instantly healed. No operation. Are you kidding me? She, that's her words. The damage is gone. She, no, no pain anymore. Just in a restaurant. It wasn't even a church. No. In a restaurant. All I got to do is give me a high five. Shake your hand. It doesn't matter. I'm the believer and God dwells in me and his healing power is in me because he's in me and if I'm a believer all I got to do is touch him yes. it gets fun it gets fun walmart is a great place to pray for people okay <clears throat> it says in james 2:20 faith without works is dead to sit here and hear the word of faith that we preach yet not Work that, what we preach, your faith will die. Yeah. Your faith will die. But you know what? When you're out there doing good and healing and helping, it's amazing how excited you get to want to do it some more. Yeah. It, 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 Lord, what? what? I, I, I get uh, delayed at an appointment. I'm going in an elevator with people. I'm going up an escalator. I'm going, okay, who, Lord? Who? Who do I get to smile at and at least make their day somewhat nicer? Yeah. Huh. I want those masks gone permanently because you can't see the smile. You get re- good to read the eyes, which is okay, but I like to smile myself. Amen? Yeah. Romans eight 11. Well, Let's turn there. How many of you are born again? How many love the Lord? Here we go. But if the Spirit that raised him, this is 811, raised up Jesus from the dead, dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. The Spirit dwells in you. Two things. Quicken means to energize or flush with power. So every day I say, Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for quickening my body. Having it respond. When you can't do something for seven months and, you, and then they cut something off and you have to relearn how to walk. I count on him to help. I am advancing beyond their expectations. Yeah. In strength and balance. It's why? Because I believe because the Holy Spirit and I are working together on this one. Yeah. He's quickening my body every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. And uh, the other part... It dwells in you. Did Okay, the power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Think on that just for a minute. That's what it says. The power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in each of you believers. Not in super Christian, not in the pastor, in a believer. It's the way it is. And if you jump down to verses 14 through 16, it gets even gooder. For as many are are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I am a son of God. I'm not a wannabe. I'm not someone who, you know, is at the back row. I'm a son of God. So are you. Isn't that good? My kids don't have to do anything to earn my love. And they're always welcome. I can come boldly to the throne room of grace to obtain grace and mercy in time of need. So can you. I went through the toughest time way back when, when we lost our daughter and I, 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 I was not wanting to live and he took me to Romans chapter 8 and shared with me his love and that I can call him Abba Father I can call him Daddy and that saved me that pulled me out that my dad loves me and he'll take care of me amen Boy, that was a long time ago. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you've received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry Abba or Daddy, Father. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we're the children of God. We have a spirit, but we also have the Holy Spirit. The two of them Connect. Yeah. Connect. I'll save that. Yes, sir. The Holy Spirit bears witness. Let's go to Colossians chapter 2. See, I want to come to church and not have to preach sometime. Well, I'll be ready, but I don't want to have to preach. I want to have a testimony. And the line is so long that everybody has a miracle that happened, a healing that happened, how God used them supernaturally that week. I'd rather give God glory. Look what he he used. Michael, Michael Landauer he used. Bill Gurman, Susie, your kids, a partnership, a relationship. Colossians chapter 2, verses, Colossians 2, I'm in Colossians 1. Okay. I grew up in a religious form where you were continually having to earn God's favor or miracles. You had to pray so long. You had to recite a rosary so long. You had to do this. You had to do this. I was always earning and never felt I was good enough or I was missing something. And I just served him, but I didn't know him. When my mom got on me about not being in that denomination anymore. I said, Mom, I've spent my whole life serving the God I don't know. I want to spend the rest of my life getting to know the God who gave His Son for me. I want to know Him. Colossians chapter 2, verse 9. For in Him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and we are complete in Him, which is the head over all principality and power. Dwells the fullness, and we're complete. Fullness, not seventy-five percent. Full. And I'm not missing anything. When I got Jesus, I got what I'm supposed to have. I am complete in him. I don't have to fast or pray all day long to get what's lacking. When I got Jesus, I I got his fullness and I'm complete. I love that. I love that, don't you? That means when you leave here today, you're not lacking anything to go out and do signs and wonders. You're not lacking anything to witness and have the Holy Spirit, according to Luke 12, 12, tell you what you ought to say in that very same hour. Well, I just don't know if I could talk. He'll tell you what to say. Can I tell you how many times he'll lead me in a direction to say something, all of a sudden that person loves and opens up and wants to talk. Although I don't love being in this seat, I'll use this seat and people are nice to me, and I get a chance to talk to them. I'll use anything, anywhere, anytime to share Jesus Christ. Amen? Let's go to Ephesians. We're real close. Ephesians 3. Verse 16. That he would grant you, according to his riches of His glory, to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, being rooted and grounded in love. And you be able to comprehend what is the breadth, the length, the depth, the height to know the love of Christ. I want to be rooted and grounded. I had an experience when I gave my life to Jesus, didn't you? But my roots didn't go down deep yet. Working with him, in his word, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, putting it in me and growing and roots, I got rooted and grounded so my salvation is not up for question I'm rooted and grounded in the love of Christ in the love of Christ, now you will study and we can't do it today that the love of Christ is much different than the love of the world and that love of the world is about emotions and how you feel or don't feel But the love of Christ to be rooted and grounded is it never stops. You don't have to earn it. He just loves you. Yesterday was our grandson Zion's thirteenth birthday. He is a teenager. Never have to wonder if I'm going to love that boy. Never in my mind does it even come. Well, I might not love him when he's twenty years old. I'm going to love him all his life, my life, and his brother, all the grandkids as well as my kid, What I'm saying is it doesn't stop. And I'm supposed to know how to walk in that love and be rooted and grounded so I can love people and I can even love those that hate me and say despicable things about me. That's what it says. I can love them. Really, yeah. It doesn't mean I feel good. It means I can love them with the love of God. And I choose to do that out of 1 Corinthians 13. Amen? Okay. Let's just talk for a little bit now on our daily relationship with the Holy Spirit. I already used the one scripture, Luke 12, 12. He will actually tell you what to say. He'll tell you. Luke 12, 12. Proverbs 25, verse 11 is a key word, a scripture for me. It says a word fitly spoken. Fitly spoken. The word fitly there means this. It is the right word at the right time. In season. The right word. You know, I had to learn the vocabulary of grace when I got married. When I was pursuing her, I got to go home at night and be in my bed and have a break from her. And she had a break from me. We said I do and we are now living together 24-7 and I can be on my best behavior for a couple hours for a date. Now we're talking 24-7. Amen? All the husbands said yes? yes. Yeah, okay. All the wives said yeah. <laughs> what I learned is to say, to express to Deborah in words that are not offensive or sharp to her, I had to learn the vocabulary of grace. How to talk to her like she wants to be talked to. Yeah. Not how Jim does it how she wants to be talked to, learn to say things a certain way. Amen? A fitly word, a word that is perfect at the moment can stop fights, heal families. Yeah, I can prove I was right. Is it worth proving you're right or is it worth getting it healed? And so often in my case, it's not even a word. It's a word from the Holy Spirit. Jim, shut up. I don't need to give my opinion. Do you? <laughs> let's go to Mark chapter 5. Now, again, I ask for a little bit of leniency. I'm still working with a new Bible, and the pages stick together a little bit. Verse 20. Let's see. 23. There was uh, one of the rulers from the synagogue, Jairus by name, and he's coming to get Jesus, and he besought him, saying, My little girl lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay the hand on her, that she may be healed. A couple things to that situation, as a lady comes up and interrupts him going, and she gets healed by touching the hem of his garment. Great thing to preach on. And they come and tell Jairus, your daughter's dead, and Jesus said only believe. This is what the man said to begin with. Come and lay your hand on her. It doesn't say come and pray. The ruler of the synagogue said lay your hand on her. And then in verse, oh, let's see, 41 To get the Just he took her by the hand what the dad asked for lay your hands on her and Jesus took her by the hand I'm encouraging you here that you're going to make contact with people it's not a bad thing to shake someone's hand to give them a high five, a fist pump I fist pump particularly kids at restaurant. We're, we're fist pumping baby we're going for it but then I pray for them as they go by pray for their life you can heal people by laying your your hand. Not past, We'll bring them Sunday and have Pastor Jim lay hands on them. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Seven days a week. And the more you do it, the more he uses you. You are a light in a dark place. So get out there and touch him, amen? Yeah. Now in Luke 10, let's go there. I want to have you excited to leave church today to go out and do this stuff this week. Luke 10 and verse 1. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two by two out. And what he did is he told them to preach the kingdom Good news. How about going out and being nice and sharing Jesus without, you know, King James terminology? Just be nice. God loves you. you. You have a blessed day. See if a door opens up. But it also says you're going to cast out demons. He doesn't say you can cast out half of them. He doesn't qualify it. You lay, you'll cast out demons. You lay hands on the sick, and they'll get healed. So this week, you're to preach the good news. Talk like Tony talks. Talk like Howard talks. Talk your talk, but preach good news. If you run into a demon, cast it out. They're still out there. They're still out there. And you know what? Heal the sick. Your goal, do all three. Oh, I'll do it that way. In Mark 16, based upon him sending out First, the 12, they came back, then the 70, and they came back. Gotta get your hands on people, folks. Gotta get you smiling. Get them in the kingdom. They're going to hell. They're hurting. They need help. Be the agent. I went into Bucky's one time, which is now Casey's, and I bought the guy standing next to me a coffee. Cost me a buck, whatever. And he turned to me and effed me off. I can pay for my own and a coffee. And slammed it and went out the door. And the, the cashier's there thinking, well, what was that about? I said, I don't know, I guess he's having a bad day. I was just trying to bless the man. So as I'm going out the door, he comes back from pumping gas, and he is coming up on the sidewalk in front of the door. And he said, hey man, go, here we go, he's still mad. He said, I owe you an apology. I'm so sorry. I said, just wanted to bless me." And he goes, I know, but you don't understand. I'm going through a very ugly divorce and no one's been nice to me in weeks. No one has been nice to me in weeks. Why not you? Why not you? You know, we, we had a new patio door put in our house and we got two workers and they're all mine for, you know, the whole day. I got Christian TV on, I'm standing my Bible, um, name dropping whenever I can, putting something of the word in there. They're listening. They had a great time being there. They said, this has been so enjoyable. I guess they don't get that every house they go to. <laughs> Mark 16 Oh this is Jesus commissioning, The 11, uh, it says in verse uh, 14, appeared under the 11. uh, And he says, I want you to go into all the world and preach the gospel or the good news to every creature. By the way, Merritt heard so much of me preaching this message to him last night. I want him to know Grandpa's voice. Okay? But it says, go into the world. Here's the thing, now... I know that uh, Brandon's mom and dad live in Benson. That used to be a community unto itself. And then we sort of went there. And Brandon and Charity live in Ralston. And that was a community unto itself. And the city grew around it. But, you know, that's where they live. And this actually means don't go into. It doesn't mean you have to go to India to every nation. It means go out into the world where you live. Where you live. I don't touch the same people you touch. But you can share the good news to everyone. He that that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He does not shall be damned. These signs will follow them that believe. Do you believe? Then you should have signs following you. Now we got two dogs and they follow us everywhere we go. They don't want to miss a thing, particularly the little white one. He's got to see what's happening. He's right here. You know what? These signs are supposed to follow you wherever you go. Wherever you go, wherever you go, whatever age you are. Oh, I've had enough. No, you haven't. Win one more for Jesus. Yeah. Say that, I've had enough. Say that to Jesus when you meet him. I oh, it's okay, that person go to hell, and I say nothing. I'm trying to get it across that it's always a good time to share. It's always a good time to be nice. It's always a good time to make a difference and teach your kids to do it. No, Sadie is sitting, Mercedes is sitting back there but we taught her to pray for the sake she would stop at Yonkers and pray for every mannequin that didn't have arms she's just a little girl I went to stop her and the Holy Spirit said don't Well, we were in a hurry nope don't ever stop her she learned to pray and the gift of healing works proficiently in her and people would go to her to have her pray rather than her dad because they get well you understand? They're supposed to follow us. Okay? In my name, they'll cast out devils, they'll speak with new tongues. If you pick up a serpent, or a drink any thing, it'll not harm you. You'll lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Lay hands on the sick. Wherever you go, folks. Wherever you go. He commissioned believers to do this. You know, Colonel Felder there, he has a commission of what he has to accomplish with the units that are underneath his command. He is commissioned and he understands his assignment. He wouldn't be an officer very long if he didn't do it. We are commissioned to share the good news, acts of kindness. We are commissioned to lay hands on the sick and to set people free from demons. We're commissioned every day, not just once a day, all the time. Mike goes on the base, and his men come to him, and he said, well, I took the day off today. I'm not going to be a colonel today. You do it on your own. No, you don't take a day off every day. You just don't know who you're going to help. Amen? James chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, says, any of you sick, call the elders, the mature ones, let them anoint you with oil, and the prayer of faith will heal them. You can lay hands on them, and you can do the prayer of faith and they'll get healed isn't that cool yeah. Yeah. Psalms 107 verse 20 says he sent his word and it healed him and delivered him from their destruction you can send the word in other words your prayers matter yeah. you're praying for somebody in another part of town or at, they're at work or in another part of the world Your prayers can heal. Your prayers can change things and bring the miraculous kingdom of God to pass in that person's situation. Amen. Amen. Your prayers count. Speak the word. Speak the word. Not yours. His. I'm healed by his stripes according to uh, 2 Peter 2.24. Not Jim. 2 Peter. But I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. I'll send the word. Mary can't be here today. He's not feeling well, I pray the word of God by the stripes of Jesus. Merit is healed in Jesus' name. I can do it from here. And he's there. I can send the word. And every one of us can. Every one of us can. He sent the word. Now there are two wild things in the book of Acts I just threw in here for fun. Um, A sorcerer saw the apostles praying for the sick and getting them filled with the Holy Ghost And he offered him money. Whatever he saw, he thought, I'll pay money. I want that power. I just want you aware there's power in you right now. There's power in you right now. And the world should see it and want it. First, everything works by love. Not by a showboat. But by love. But the world needs to see it. The other one, just for fun, how many know that Peter was a screw-up at times? Okay, you know, Jesus had to say to him one time, get thee behind me, Satan. I mean, I'll never deny you, and he denies him. You know, uh, you want us to build you a couple t- uh, tents up here for Moses and Elijah, you know, up on the mount? And, 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 and. But you know what? Jesus goes to heaven, and he gets filled with the Holy Ghost. And they could give him handkerchiefs, and he'd pray over them, and give them to people, and they get healed. That's Acts 19 and 12. The other one which I just like, because if he, if he can use a screw-up like Peter, he can use me. Peter's shadow on the streets heals people. Peter's shadow on the street heals people. I want my shadow to heal someone. I just want to experience, if it's in the Bible, I want to, this, that ought to be fun, that would be great. You're being real cocky. I'm not being cocky. I'm enjoying the presence walk I have with the Holy Spirit to do things. I've done some outrageous things and seen miracles happen. I just want to be part of that. uh, Let's see. Where's the one? Oh, I'm missing it. there was a centurion that came to Jesus and his servant was dying. And he said, I, would you, uh, uh, my servant's die?" and Jesus, I'll come. And the guy says, no, you don't need to. First of all, Romans don't have any business asking a Jew for favors. They don't get along. They're an occupying force and they're not well liked. Okay, but this is a this is a centurion. He's over at least 100 men. So Jesus looks at him and he goes, no, 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 I'm a man under authority. If I say a soldier come, he comes. If I say go, he goes. Just speak the word only. Have confidence in the word of God in your mouth. You have confidence when it's in your heart, then it'll come out your mouth. The confidence is in the word. And Jesus said, I've not seen so great a faith, no, not in all of Israel. He, ha- he recognized the authority of the Word. And I want you to begin to recognize in a whole fresh and powerful way the authority of your words when you speak to your kids, to your grandkids. The authority of your words when you speak to your neighbors and your co-workers. Because all you've got to do is speak the Word only, they'll get healed. Just speak the Word. And Jesus marveled. No, no such great faith, it says in King James great faith. What is great faith for every one of us who believe in this room? Speak the word. Miracles yeah. happen. Miracles happen. Yeah, Miracles happen. yeah. You, know, you think aren't you being a little outrageous? No, I expect every day. That's when you lay in the hospital, as long as I did and <laughs> you go through not just physically but emotionally and mentally what I went through. You learn not to waste one day, one opportunity. Nurses in there, I got nurses coming in wanting to talk about marriage. They saw a miracle one day, and later on, two of the ones that saw the miracle with me, they came in and I said, hey, you did mark it down. You saw a miracle today. Five doctors and seven nurses could not stop me from crying in the most horrific pain. Morphine didn't touch it. But I cried, I was crying. I called Deborah, and she got a couple people pray. And it was gone in under thirty minutes. Gone, nothing they did touched it, but prayer did. They said the word, and it healed me. Two of those nurses came in my room later on. They were, you know, taking my blood pressure and doing whatever they do. I said, "Mark it down, you know, you saw a miracle today." And they looked, and I said, "Remember when I was in such pain?" Yeah, I said, "Nothing you could do medically helped. Nothing." They put the morphine in me, and when I'm screaming in pain, it's a good 30 minutes. I mean, it should have done something. Didn't touch it. I said, You saw it, and you saw when I instantly stopped. I said, That's a miracle. You go home tonight, you'll never, you, you can never hide from the fact that you saw God do a miracle today. Right. And one of them was a Christian, the other one was a so so type of, you know, sort of, sort of. But I said, you go home, you know that God did a miracle, and you saw it. In the hospital in pain, you're witnessing. Why not? What else I got to do? Okay? Now I want to talk about compassion. Compassion is on the same type of thing when we talk about love. You know, I love ice cream. Cherry, shake, Dairy Queen. I can taste it now. I can get my mind and my imagination there. And I can almost taste it. My senses are going prime rib. I'll do you one. Theater popcorn. You weren't hungry for popcorn until you got in there and smelled it. Then you gotta have it. No, I'm not going to. Oh, yeah, you are. They count on it. That's where they make big money. Love is not the same love I have for this lady, for my family. Love is not the same I have for my Savior. No. Love is different. It's the love of God. And it's not the love of this one. Oh, I love to watch the Avenger movie. I watched it 400 times with the boys. I know the lines better than they do I can be Tony Stark I got it down the point is I can love in this world but my senses and my emotions there's nothing wrong with them God gave them to us but compassion is the same kind of word we had a little nest of baby bunnies in our backyard and the key word is had. the dogs found him. and we caught one of the dogs with one of the babies in the mouth, crying. and the dog the dog was a dog. they're just bunnies. I got sad. I wanted to cry to hear that little voice scream. I just it got to me. I got sad. compassion is not feeling sorry for the rabbit. The key about compassion is it's it is purest form. It is divine, God-given grace. So when I move in compassion, I'm not moved by my feelings because something looks bad. I've had people come up in prayer lines, and I, if I looked at them, I'd say they want prayer for this. That's not what they want prayer for. My sight can mislead me. Compassion comes from the spirit realm in your heart. It's from the Holy Spirit in you. It says seven times Jesus was moved with compassion. He wasn't going there or going to do that, but he was moved. He was going one way, doing one thing, and he was moved. Seven times in the Gospels. He was moved with divine grace. I love the... The one that moved, there's a funeral. They're carrying the woman's only son, her husband's dead, carrying him out of town, out, out of the town, and he comes up and lays his hands on the boy and heals him. He was moved. That was not planned. We didn't have a schedule. And nobody around there thought that was going to happen. They were all crying with the mom, and it's a terrible day and all that. And he just raised from the dead, moved with compassion. Every one of us, if you'll hear his voice every day, you can be moved and not misled by what you see. Some of it's really good and some of it can be not so good. But you can be moved by divine grace inside. That's how you love an enemy. That's how you love someone who despitefully uses you, say all manner of ill against you. You're not going to do that how you feel. I, I feel like punching him. But I can be moved by divine grace, by compassion in my spirit, man. Can't you? When you leave here, you're going to have opportunities. Remember, it says in Mark 4, Satan comes immediately to take away the word that is sown. There are four kinds of ground. You want to be the good ground that produces 30, 60, and 100-fold. Agreed. You want the stones out, you want the hardness out, you want the weeds out. You want to produce. So he's going to come through those three ways, this week and in weeks to come, to have this not bear fruit. Once you bear fruit with one scripture... Once you win with one, you win with. I can win with them all. I can win with them all. This gets to be fun. Living for Jesus gets to be fun. I can rejoice, and if I've run out of joy, I can rejoice. I could fire back up. I could take a break and sing. So glad Pastor Brandon went and did the, the old hymn. That was nice today. You know what? Every day should be exciting in Jesus. Amen. Hebrews chapter 6. I'm down to four scriptures. You've had 20 of them already. And give me about another 10 minutes and I'll be out. Hebrews chapter 5. Verse 2 out of the Amplified. He is able to deal gently with the spiritually ignorant and misguided since he is also subject to our human weaknesses. God knows how to deal with us and our humanity. Is it wrong to expect the compassion of God to come up with us and we can deal with other people's spiritual immaturity or their humanity? If that's all they know, can't you take it? I guarantee you uh, foul language you've how many have heard a foul word and you're all still alive? Okay, you're not going to fall apart if you hear one. The world's full of that. Well, I just, I just can't be around it. Those people need to come to Jesus too. And he can empower you to deal with the unloving, the unkind, the, 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 the ugliness of life to win a soul. He got me, he got you. You weren't perfect when he got you. But now you have fullness and completion because he dwells in you. 1 Peter chapter 3. When you put your head on your pillow later today to go to bed or take a nap, Whatever. I want you to think about the words I want, to, I want you to think about the message you're getting today I want to hear the testimonies it says you overcome with the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony you get to overcome but Tony I want the testimony because your testimony of how you overcome will help me and maybe I get it to somebody else I want to know how you got saved I want you to come for the, the, the party on uh, Sunday evening why? because I get to know more people the last one was extremely important to me because I had uh, all your kids wanting to see the leg for the first time because they're downstairs. They hadn't seen it. And they were like, so I had them come up and I got a chance to hug on them and talk to them and have them touch it. And have them, You know, Iron Man, I'm just Iron Pastor. This is part of my soup right now. I'm Iron Pastor. And they, they go, oh yeah. They had a ball. I loved every minute of it. First Peter 3, And verse 8. Finally, everyone in this room, be of all of one mind. Having divine grace, compassion, one another. Love his brethren. Oh, he took my seat. He took my parking spot. He didn't open up the door. They stayed in the bathroom too long. Lighten up. Love one another as brethren. As brethren. Be of one mind. I want to love everyone in this room the same way I love any other member in this room. I don't have qualifiers. I don't have favorites. Oh, yes, you do. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to take away from one person. Are you all here? Love as brethren. Yes. He gives me a high five. He about knocks me over. You know, I look forward to that every Sunday. It means so much to me that he'd come up to his pastor and love on me. Everyone. Everyone. Love. Let's, we're real close. Just go to 1 John chapter 3 down to two scriptures how about that verse 17 chapter 3 but whoso hath this world's goods and seeing his brother have need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him how dwells the love of God in you why do you feed people downtown because they're hungry Can't feed them all every day, but we can do, with the size we are and the resources we have, we do a lot. Even leaving the other building and being in a hotel, we didn't miss one holiday, we didn't miss one Saturday. How'd you do that? God made a way, people are anointed to help, it's worked, and it continues to work, and it's going to get bigger. What do you mean? There are more fire stations. They just opened up one on 32nd and Q. Well, but that's in the Hispanic area and stuff. Yeah, exactly.
1: Why not? Why not?
0: Well, we're going to be in the back to school parade one year. Just happen to be Salem Baptist in the African American density area. We're the only white people there. Pastor Watson, I didn't know if you'd come. I said I told you I would. It's fun. It was fun. And we covered the same pattern. He didn't know it, but when there were race riots when I was in high school and they burned down 24th Lake, we walked that. We, I was prayer walking it. Saying the, the racism in this city, gone. It, it's being broken down by the body of Christ. Enough of this. Got a chance to walk it. Little things mean a lot. I don't want to shut my bowels of compassion. You know, when I gotta go potty, I gotta go. How about you? Can't shut him down. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Uh, little Merritt last night pooped on while I'm holding, and he pooped a bunch. He he did a good job. And they let grandma change him. (laughs) (laughs) But he couldn't stop his bowels from working. I don't want you to stop the bowels of compassion are supposed to be just as that's how I operate, that's how I work, just as natural. To love people is just as natural. Just as natural. Now I agree with what you'll say that not everybody responds. Even Christians, not all Christians respond. But that doesn't stop you from being who you are in Christ. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Let's do some signs and wonders. Big wonder might just be the love of God coming out of you in a tough situation. But I want to read to you, there's only one chapter, it's right next to Revelations. So you go to the book of Jude, and I'll just read you three verses. Everyone in here, when you leave today, keep yourself in the love of God. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some, have compassion making a difference. Amplify says it this way. Have mercy on some who are doubting. Okay. Now, unto him. I'll just do that one. Okay. And it says and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Some you're going to have to pull. You're going to have to fight for them. You're going to have to want them. You're going to have to want that relative not going to hell. You're going to have to pray with passion for them. The one I didn't read, and I'm not going to take a big time on it, is the one where the... Twelve and the seventy went out and they came back. Even the demons are subject. Oh yeah, they preach the news. They got people healed, but they didn't get one guy healed. The man brought his son to Jesus. He said, "I took him to because this guy is demon possessed. He throws himself in the fire and he, he throws huge fits." And the disciples couldn't cast him out. Jesus basically you perverse generate. how long am I going to put up with this and he cast the devil out but he said something to the man and the man said something back that's important and then there's something that Jesus said about how you live your life what he said to him do you believe I can do this and the man said I believe help my unbelief church family there's a difference between doubt you don't think God can do it unbelief is you know God can but will he for you And he said, I believe. Help my unbelief. In my mind, this is too big for me to deal with. Help my unbelief, Lord. And he heals him. Now they, the apostles who had the power and they were, you know, 150 and one <laughs> want to know, how come we couldn't cast them out? And he said, this kind only come out by prayer and fasting. So we have a large number of people I heard it for years you need to pray more and you need to fast if you want the real kind of power that gets all the demons out you got to pray more and you got to fast that's not what he said he gave them power over all the enemy all means all he didn't make a mistake so it can't mean if I pray more and fast more I'll get stronger in my anointing if you got the Holy Ghost you got all you need I need a fresh anointing. No, you don't. Use what you got. But he said you need to pray and fast. What he's telling them is this kind of unbelief. Spend time in prayer with me. Skip a meal and dedicate some time with me. This was for them to get rid of unbelief in their head. Not to get more anointing. They had all they needed. But what you see out there should not take your faith away. Maybe pull off and get in the Word. That's why we do the Promise 22 for this year. We're in the second half now. You read the Proverb of the day, you read a couple chapters of the Epistles, Take seven minutes, pray in the Holy Ghost for 15, 22. So in 2022, Promise 22, and see if your life doesn't change. The people who are doing it are, are saying, wow, this has been great. And then others started, did a day or two, and then forgot. Pick it up. We got six months to go. Let's go. But you know what? You give him that kind of time on a day in prayer, skip a meal, fast the TV. How about fast the computer? Let Facebook go. And give him that time. See what he'll do with you. See if he'll give you a plan on how to love your spouse or your family even better. See if he'll show you where to invest your giving. See, I can plant a particular seed and I expect a harvest. I don't. If I plant one seed, I don't get one seed back. I want a harvest. But if I want corn, I shouldn't plant broccoli. Sometimes, Lord... Take, put away, get a five or ten. Say, Lord, this week, show me where you want me to plant, and then watch the harvest come. You'll have fun doing it. Now, if you're in this room and you've never asked Jesus to be your savior, this is a great time to simply say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Cleanse me from all my sin. I make you my savior today. When I got saved, I didn't know. I didn't know chapter and verse, the right thing to say, but I know that was the day I did it. You, you can mark it down. That was the day. I met him. Everything changed. The old man died. Everything became new. I was never the same. Simple as that. Now, if you're in here today and you're not feeling well or you've got pain in your body, would you just stand to your feet? We're going to pray for you. I'm not going to have you come up front. I'm making a big deal. Simply, we're going to do what is called, I would call Body ministry. We're going to love as brethren, and pray one for another. By the way, it's great when you pray for somebody else because it says, "Pray one for another that you might be well healed." I get healed doing this stuff. I've come to church so sick, and by the first song, and by the time I get to pray for people, totally gone, totally gone. I pray one for you. All know where I'm going with it. If you want to, if you want stand, if you want prayer, just stand up right where you're at right now. Anyone in the room. So there's no pain and no sickness in this room. One's up. Anyone else? See, I want us to be the well going out there to heal the sick. But We'll start here. Anyone else? Okay. Susan, would you slide across to her, please? Do you think you'll pick me? Right now I'm picking the ones that come on Wednesday night because we're practicing, we're working. Wednesday night is a ball. You're missing something, not coming. We just, whatever the the source of that is, we just rebuke that sickness and pain in Jesus' name. And by the stripes of Jesus, she is healed and whole. We sent the word and we prayed the word that people get well, that people get well. Love you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: To God be the glory, to God be the glory, to God.
0: I wouldn't want to close without having sung that we never would have got that if we hurried her up in prayer but she got to pray as long as she needed to and if you're the person getting the prayer when you want that person to empty what's in their spirit to you and not cut it short okay so tony you better say it out loud real loud That's a better clothes than I've got. But to have it mean something to everyone in the room, on the count of three, I want every person who agrees with the message and this, what, the word of knowledge that he just had, word of wisdom, actually, you say amen, which means so be it in my life. Okay, so one, two, three. Amen. 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 You are now commissioned to go do the Word with signs following. And I want testimonies. I want testimonies. Why? Because I like them. It's been a good day, folks. Little Rosabella. Grandma's having a great time over there. She's a master at getting your necklaces or your microphones. She loves to play with that stuff. Greet our guests. Have a good time. Make sure next Sunday night is free. Don't book anything on it so we can have a great time sharing testimonies, getting to know one another, and having fun. Amen? See you Wednesday night. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We always want to encourage those of you who have a story of how God is working in your life through this ministry to send us an email to amen at libertyofomaha.com. For more information on Liberty Church, visit libertyofomaha.com. Thanks for joining us and have a credible week.